Welcome to Network Marketing Breakthroughs Podcast with Rob Sperry, where you will hear stories and strategies to help increase sales in your business. Let's level up your network marketing business with your host, Rob Sperry. So I know when I started in the network marketing profession, I still don't know, do we call it profession, industry, or does it even really matter? But I have all the time. You guys would laugh. Like when I say things, like little things like that, profession or industry, I have, and maybe you're one of those people, so I'm sorry if I'm offending you right now. I get these messages like, hey, stop saying profession, it's industry. And other people, stop saying industry, it's profession. I'm just like, oh my goodness, chill out. How are you supposed to build your business when you're worrying about all these little things? But um, we're going to talk about objections. I know when I started out in the network marketing profession slash industry slash greatest thing ever alive, greatest thing since sliced bread is what people say, but I'm like, I'm way too young to remember when sliced bread was invented. So that doesn't even make any sense to me anymore. We could probably create something new, like greatest thing since Uber, greatest thing since Airbnb, right? Like we need to, we need to create something new and have people start using that. So back to what we're talking about. You guys all know I got ADHD, a dude has dreams, but we're going to talk about the common objections. What are the biggest objections that people have? and how to manage them, handle them, deal with them, whatever you want to specifically call that. But before I get into this training, I haven't even mentioned this yet on my podcast, but if you go to www.nwm, think is M as in Mary, insights.com, so NWM, insights.com, NWM stands for Network Marketing, it's the acronym, so www.nwminsights.com, I'll put it in the description. I actually have in my messenger bot set up where there's five trainings, free trainings that we'll send to you. And so depending on when you're listening to this, obviously things can change on when they're sent and how often they're sent. But right now it's sent about five trainings over the course of nine days. So these are free trainings where I went all out. You're going to absolutely love them, enjoy them. So check them out. Go there and check it out. So common objections. Some of the things I'm thinking about is pyramid scheme. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough time. Um, I don't have the right style or personality. It doesn't fit me. So let's let's go through this. The first thing I want to tell you is, is that objections aren't bad. Objections typically are people saying, I'm interested enough to do this, but here's the thing holding me back. That's how I look at it. Now, of course, there are different kinds of objections. There are the objections where they're just telling you no. But most of the time when somebody gives you a specific objection, they're not giving you the real reason why. They're not giving the real reason why they're actually saying no. The vast majority of the time, there's something that's deeper behind that. And the best way that I can give that analogy or perspective to help you out is Look at it this way. If somebody says that, oh, I'm sorry, I I just don't have enough time. Well, if they knew, let's say in their job, they're making $3,000 a month and they knew for sure 100% that they could make an extra $500 a month working five hours a week. I'm not making any guarantees. I'm just giving an example. They'd be interested. If they knew they could make, let's just go extreme here. If they knew they could replace their income at their job, and do network marketing where they get to choose their hours, they do it. So when they tell you, 
all of these things, I don't have enough money, I don't have enough time, right? I don't have the right personality. What they're saying is, is they just it's not valuable enough to them. They're saying, right? So you just have to understand that you haven't provided enough value, you haven't built up the belief because the two questions that everybody asks themselves are number one, can I do this, right? Can I do what you're doing? That's what they want to know is can I do it? And they may look at you and say, sure, I could do it, but is it worth it? Is it worth it to get rejected? Is it worth it to learn something new? Is it worth it to put myself out there? Is it worth it to go through the fear of judgment, right? Which is we've talked about several times in previous podcasts where that's the mother of all fears. Is it worth it? So just remember, and this comes from the book, The Influencer. I wish I could take credit for those two things, but just always go back to those two things, the two questions everybody's asking themselves. And that's that's like always. That's when they're first looking at it. That's even once they've joined, you think, oh, they're in. It doesn't mean they're in just because they said yes. It's maybe they're in, right? But they're still dipping their foot or their toe in the pool. They're not all in. And even once they've been in for four or five months, many times they're asking themselves those questions. So you're reminding them of those two things. Now, getting back to it of not being defensive, questions are the answers. So ask more questions. So when they say, oh, you know, I just, sorry, I just don't do those pyramid scheme things. You know, typically I want to jump all over them, right? I used to when I first started network marketing because I was so defensive. And sometimes I actually was so sarcastic over the top. I don't recommend what I'm about to tell you to do or what I did, <laughs> but it's kind of funny. So I would say to them right when they started in network marketing or when I started in network marketing, they're like, is that one of those pyramid schemes? I'm like, oh, absolutely. I love doing illegal pyramid schemes, right? I'm thinking in my mind, like, why would I do something that's illegal? Don't you think better of me? So I'm like, absolutely. I love doing illegal pyramid schemes. They're so fun. And guess what? You're going to make all this crazy money the next two or three years. We're going to stash your money in the Cayman Islands in a bank that nobody can touch, an offshore account. And then you're going to go to prison for three years. But when you get out of prison, you're going to have all your money still. It's going to be so worth it. You're going to absolutely love this. And and many times they kind of smile and other times they would look at me and their jaw would just drop. This is when I was immature and just started in network marketing and I was having a little bit of fun. And they'd be like, I'm totally kidding. I don't do those things. But sometimes, I mean, it's good just to have fun and joke around and then come back as long as you're doing it in a playful way that isn't attacking or defensive. So I just ask questions. What, what do you mean by that? What's your definition of a pyramid? And many times they didn't mean any harm. They're just saying the structure of... Yeah, you know, where you have other people that are helping you. And then I wouldn't be defensive like, oh, yeah, kind of like a family or just like a business where there's a CEO. And I would give them different analogies that would make sense to them real quickly. So I would do it in a non-defensive way, a very conversational way. And then I would say, but guess what the difference between this and all of those, all of those jobs are? And they'd be like, what? Like, think about it. If you started at Apple right now and you're working for Apple or you're working for Google or you're working for any of these companies, what are the chances you're going to get to the top of those companies? Like, well, it's probably non-existent. I'm like, yeah, guess what? In, In this, you can actually make more money than the people above you. That's one of the things that isn't known. And all of a sudden, their mind's blown because they don't think that. They think it's all about when you get in. They think it's net positioning, not network marketing, which most of us know there's a lot of people that make way more money than their uplines. 
because you got to build multiple teams to qualify for that depth. But they don't know that because they've been pitched wrong. They have this miscommunication. So you see how I'm being very conversational. When somebody tells me they don't have enough money, do you know what I do is first I understand, right? And I say, oh, I totally understand. You know, things are tough right now. But at the same time, the same person is probably buying the latest and greatest phone that comes out, you know, goes to concerts every so often, goes on trips, right? So it's just a value proposition. And I understand that in my mind. So I'm not being defensive. I'm like, I totally understand. It's one of those things that's hard. It's the reason why you're interested, right? Because you want to make more money, but it's also the reason why it's, it's scary. And they look at me and they're like, yeah, totally. I'm like, well, let's do this. You know, let me, let me make sure that I explain this a little bit better so you have a little bit more confidence because if you felt like you could make the money back that you invest and start making a couple hundred dollars a month, right? I'm mirroring them. It depends on who I'm talking to, right? But if someone's worried about money, usually I'm going to start really small, then it would probably be well worth the investment. It would be well worth the risk, right? And they look at me, yeah, totally. And some of you guys, you know, as you go through this, you're going to figure out what, which language works best for you. So then what I do is I come back and I speak offense. I just want you to know that my first goal is, is I want to help you to make your money back in and I fill in the blank, whatever your company team system is, right? That could be within a week or it could be two weeks. Again, this is a goal. This is not a guarantee, but you want to create a goal to get them into action right away. My goal is to help you to make your money back within the first week. And then after that, let's get you so you're making a couple hundred dollars a month. Let's get you so you're getting the product for free. And I go through that. So you see, I'm having a conversation. And then, yes, I'll do more third-party validations. What's a third-party validation? It's just having another voice, right? Somebody else hear, you know, about it, whether you're doing a messenger chat and they get to hear a different voice or whether it's a three-way call or a Zoom. It's just so powerful hearing another voice. The time one, I love the time one. Because time is the most valuable thing we have on this earth. And the exact reason, again, most of, most of the time their objections, most of the time, not always, their objection is the reason why they're interested. So they don't have enough time. Isn't that why they're interested? Is because they don't have enough time? It's like, oh, I totally understand. You're busy, right? Busy is a cliche word these days. It's like, how you doing? I'm busy. It's a, it's a way that we feel important. We're all busy. Some people are busy binging on Netflix, Right. Some people are busy in their jobs. Everybody's a little bit different, but we're all busy. So again, I'll understand. I'm not going to be defensive. Like, oh, I totally understand. You got this and this and this going on. But guess what? The greatest part about this is, think about this. I'm here to help you. You got a whole team here to help you out. You to go as fast or slow as you want. Nobody's your boss. And if we go find, let's say we find five people that only have five hours to work this business a week. You just picked up 25 hours a week of leverage on your team. And between myself and others on the team, we're going to help leverage your time. So you could be at work, right? And you're busy and I'm helping out your new friend. Let's say her name's Julie and Julie's coming and she's crushing it, right? And you don't have time to help Julie. I'm helping Julie. That's one of the greatest parts about this business is the leverage. So the exact reason why you're saying, right? You're not sure about this is probably why you're interested as well is because you need more time. You want more time. And I want to help you with that. So you see, again, it was very conversational. Now we go to the personality one. Personality one. 
I love the personality one because I'm naturally an introvert. So I let them know personality. The greatest part about this business is we have all different types of personalities. So if this is someone that doesn't feel like they have the personality because they're soft-spoken, I'm going to use that to their advantage, right? If they're an extrovert and there's somebody that maybe is just crazy outgoing, I'm going to use that to their advantage. How do I do that? Well, personality be like, look, if you're the person that's naturally more soft-spoken, the greatest part about this is people listen to you naturally. People trust you more. I've seen some of the most successful people in this business actually be introverts. And you can give those examples. You can give me as an example. You can give others as examples. That's where you do third-party validations again. And so I've seen all different styles and personalities have success in this business. In fact, I've seen some of the people that are the crazy over-the-top salespeople not do well because they treat this less like a relationship type business and more like just going for the sell. If I'm talking to an extrovert, right? Uh, usually they're not going to say, I don't feel like I have this style or personality. But if I'm talking to an extrovert, I'm going to talk about, right, how great it is. They're outgoing and they're willing to talk to people. So typically as you're going through this is make sure you understand questions are the answers. Listen more. Seek first right to understand them and their style and what they're saying. Make sure you ask more and more questions to get what their true objection is. And then when they give an objection, respond back with a question to make sure you understand what their objection is, right? Their question well enough. Use third-party validations to overcome the objections and then be more conversational as you go and do more third-party validations as you go. And that... My friends, if you do that consistently, that, my friends, will help you out tremendously on not being so defensive and not freaking out when people have objections. You're actually going to get to the point where you're excited because we're going places, right? We're making it happen. So hope you found value in this podcast. If you haven't already, if you're brand new to this, please smash the subscribe button and then please screenshot this. Share this with your teams. Tag me if you're posting in your stories or if you're posting it just in a normal, regular, awesome sauce post. And if you haven't already, please go leave a review. I just read a bunch of reviews yesterday. I greatly, greatly appreciate them. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until the next podcast.